Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Avachas, Yoredeya Chelik Sheni, Hilcha Shiluach Akan, Halacha Hei. We're in the middle of paragraph Yud Beis, and we're up to the words, in, in my version, it's the subparagraph, V'zeh Shehizkiru Bignusari Shainem Vamru. We dedicate the learning today, Li'ilu Nishmas. Gitulea Bas Aaron Yosef, whose yard site is today on the 27th of Tishrei, and Lilo Nishmas Yemtefradl Bas Rabbi Yehishu Aryeh Harini Kaporas Mishkavo. Also for a complete Rafu Shalema for all those that need it, Rafu Shalema, Yeshua Shalema for all those that need it, especially the thousands of people, soldiers, everyone that's that's involved in the battle now to, to protect Eretz Yisrael. And also, Eliezer ben Malkasoro, Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Noe Nechoma Basgalia, Hadasa Toivo Bas, Noe Nechoma, David ben Behia, Shendel Baslea, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Frandel Rechel, Shlomo Nisim ben Nazla, Ram David ben Chana, Sorry, Yehudis Basoro, Yehudis Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Soro Rochel Bas Yispandel, Avivelon Bas Yispandel, Tuvi Tzvi Ben Chayaliza, Gittigenendel Bas Yipoyro, Lebelei Bas Yipoyro, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, David Lei Ben Shena, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoiro, Oroch Mordechai Ben Tali, Sholem ben Rita Beverly, Basi Kela Bas Amalia Malka, Yisrael Meir ben Carmela, Fruma Bas Genessa, Avivachaya Bas Esther Mindel, Moishalei ben Hannah Brindel, Gitalea Bas Frumet, Lei ben Zhenya, Shmuel ben Havana, Dvoiralea bas Yentesora, Yentesora bas Chanarus, Yechiel Michel ben Chanarus, David Elio ben Michal, Shimon Eliezer ben Michal, Yosef ben Risachaya, Ela basora, Shlomoy ben Rifkish Prinsa, Besoch Sharchol Yisrael. We were talking about the second Beis Hamikdosh, the celebration, the great celebration, the Simchas Beis Hasheva that took place every night of Sukkot in during the time of the Beis Hamikdosh, and we mentioned that during the second Beis Hamikdosh, they would say, "Onu leko, uleko enenu." Our eyes are turned to Hashem with praise and 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 gratitude. And, and our eyes are turned to Hashem, also looking and, and hopeful for the further Yeshua's. And then we also said that, that Rashi had explained that onu means onu mishtachavim. We bow to Hashem in expressing gratitude. is miyachalois. That our eyes are turned to you, Hashem, yearning for for present and future help. <coughs> now, Rav Nosan Zaleh, it's another very important point. And based on what we're learning here, we'll also understand why the Gemara tells us that during this celebration, the people would mention the, the sins and the, the bad things that the earlier generations had done. And they would say, our forefathers who were in this place, they turned their back to the Heichal and they faced eastward and they would bow to idols. The Gemara says that they did terrible, terrible things, disgusting things to anger Hashem. They would turn their back to the Heichal 
and they would excrete. As the Gemara says there in Sukkah, page 53, Rav Nosan Zal says, this seems to be very strange. Why at this incredible happy occasion, they're celebrating the Simchas Paiseh on Sukkot, why did they mention these terrible, ugly things that their forefathers did? However, Abnasazal points out, this was all to help them to be joyous and to give them the encouragement that they needed to serve Hashem and, and to, to, to observe the Torah. They mentioned these ugly things about the earlier generations that they fell into such disgusting behavior. And all of this was the result of arrogance. Which brings a person to, to do all kinds of terrible things, and it brings all types of suffering upon a person. And that's the cause behind all types of falls that Jewish people experience. To the person to the point where a person could fall so far down where the person takes themselves out of the world completely. Like these people, like these people whom they mentioned, whereby these people did such foolish, disgusting things. They turned their back to the Holy of Holies in the Beis Mikdash and they excreted. Did we ever hear of such horrible, horrific behavior? And now Rav Nosanzal explains, and this we must know and understand, that these people we're talking about here were not idiots, they weren't fools. They were very, very bright intellectually for evil to use all of their intellect and smarts for evil. We know that the people that lived in earlier generations were much smarter than us with all of our technology, with all of our scientific knowledge and with all the, the things we have. However, what caused them to fall into doing such terrible, terrible things was the arrogance. Because they had everything good going for them. Unfortunately, though, we know that the Yitzhahara and the, the passion of, of sinful desires fights, fights people in every generation to the point where it knocked them down repeatedly. And every single time when they fell spiritually, they didn't know how to pick themselves up and how to give themselves the encouragement that they needed to return to Hashem, to come back to Hashem, even from such far away places, even though they fell spiritually. Because they couldn't handle seeing themselves as being so low and mistaken and, 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 and having done such wrong things. Because it's a definite fact that those people who are far from Hashem, because of their sinful desires, they can't stand up to those desires and they commit the sins. When 
when those people want to dig their way back to Hashem, they must at least realize where they are. They have to be honest and admit that they've fallen, that they're in a low place. However, to trust and believe in Hashem's great kindness, which renews itself all the time, and therefore, even they can come back. They can come close to Hashem. However, their problem was that they were on top of everything, on top of falling victim to their sinful desires, they were also arrogant. And they weren't able to humble themselves and lower themselves to admit, to admit that they made mistakes and to realize that they're far. They wanted to put themselves up as if they're, they're great. And this resulted upon them falling again and again spiritually to lower, lower level, to lower, lower levels. To the point where the silliness of the Yetzirah became so powerful against them that they fell to such a low level to commit such disgusting acts, as we said before. And this explains why during the second day Samikdash, when the Jews had done tshuva and Hashem gave us a second day Samikdash, and now they were singing and dancing on the night, every night of Sukkot at the Simchas Beis Hashiva, they remembered that they were the opposite of, of their forefathers. They realized that. The Umru and they said, Avaisenu, our forefathers made terrible mistakes. They were arrogant and therefore they did such silly, disgusting things. Aval Onu, whereas we, Onu Lako, Ve'enenu Lako. We are Tashem and our eyes are Tashem, meaning, Shekol Ma Shashem Isporach Moishienu, Bechasod of Hanifloim. Every time and in all the different ways that Hashem helps us with His infinite kindness, we realize that this is incredible kindness on the part of Hashem. It's not that we deserve it necessarily. And therefore we bow and we acknowledge all of this. We express gratitude, thanking Hashem and blessing Hashem for His kindness to us. However, we realize that even though we have a Beis HaMikdash, this isn't the final one. We're not at the finish line yet. And therefore, our eyes are yearning to Hashem, looking up to Hashem, that Hashem should continue to help us from this point on. Because we realize that we're still very far from Hashem, even with the Beis HaMikdash even with this second Beis HaMikdash. And this is what makes us so happy and joyous. That even though we're so far, even though we haven't made it to the finish line, despite that Hashem is still helping us and doing wonderful things for us, even though we're still far from Him. So Rav made an incredible, important point here, that even if a person falls into all kinds of taivas rois and midois rois, it's possible for the person to do tshuva. It's possible for the person to return to Hashem, that tzaddikim can help the person. But if on top of that, in addition to committing sins and, and falling into taivas rois and midois rois, the person is arrogant, then there's very little chance of that person being able to be helped. This is why there's a mission in Perkiovois that says, Jealousy, which is the source of most machloikas in the world. Cain and Hevel, we're going to be reading this Shabbos, we're going to be reading Bereshis. 
the beginning, and right in the beginning, the children of Adam and Chava, Cain was jealous of Hevel, he murdered him, and that was the beginning of the end for the world, Rahman al-Islam. That caused so much destruction that the Arizal in Shar HaGilgulim in his Sefer shows how all future generations are all reincarnations of Cain and Hevel. And each and every time when, when the, they meet up, there has to be some form of a tikkun correcting the crime that Cain ended up murdering Hevel. So that's kinna, and taiva is desires, evil desires. We know that, again, chava, it says, she looked at the tree, the etzadas, and it was desirable, and she fell victim to her desire, her desire for the, for the, for the, the fruit of the tree, and her desire, her arrogance, arrogance. Rav Nosanzal points out in other places in the Kutelochis, that what the snake was offering, when the snake tried to seduce Chava to convince her to eat from the Eitzadas, he said, you know why Hashem told you not to eat from that tree? Because Hashem knows that on the day that you eat from that tree, you're going to be like him. You're going to be just like Hashem. And Hashem doesn't want that. He doesn't want any competition. So the, the Sifrei Kabul explained, therefore, this, he was offering them, how would you like to be like Hashem? How would you like to be as great as Hashem? And, and going ahead and falling for that was arrogance. Are you, you, you think you can be, you think you're going to eat from a tree and you're going to become like Hashem? You're, you're Hashem already? Chas v'shalom. So the Pegam was the Pegam in Gaiva. And, and therefore, the, the, some of the Tzadikim said, that this, uh, this, and then the Mishnah continues, v'hakovoid, hakina, v'hataiva, v'hakovoid, and the desire for personal respect. These three things can take a person out of the world, can destroy a person completely. So there were those that said that it's not really three things, it's two things. Because taiva, a person who has problems with taivas royce, they can be helped. But kina, and the desire for kavod, putting taiva and kavod into one box, kina jealousy, the taiva vehakavod, and the desire for kavod, that can take a person out of the world completely. That even if we were perfect, we're not allowed to have gaiva. Even if we were totally good, the pasuk there's a pasuk vehakavod lelekimhu that all kavod belongs to Hashem. We know the mission of the final mission in Pirkei says that the purpose of the entire creation of all the different worlds was for Hashem's kavod. Lichvoidi berosiv yitzatev afasisiv. Hashem says, I created all of the worlds for my kavod. So if a person is arrogant, if a person has gaiva, if a person wants personal kavod, they're, they're going against the whole purpose of creation. They're going against Hashem in the biggest way. Any questions? I'd like to point out that today, Thursday, Parshas Bereshis, Tovshin Peidalit, many, many rabbis, it's, it's, it's Erev Rosh Chodesh, sort of. Rosh Chodesh is actually Sunday, Monday, Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan. But because of usually when Rosh Chodesh is on Sunday, Monday, Yom Kippur Katan would be on Thursday. Now today there is no Yom Kippur Katan because we're in the final days of Tishrei when there's no Tachman, when we don't say Tachman, when we don't say Tachman, there's no Yom Kippur Katan. However, the many, many rabbis throughout Eretz Yisrael from all the different sides, all the different types, have declared today a, a Yom Tefillah, and for those that can, to fast half a day, whole day, what, what a person can, and many of the shul, the breast of shuls, are gathering in the afternoon, 3.30, 3 o'clock, to recite the entire Sefer Tehillim before Mincha, and to say, Avinu Malkeinu at Mincha and some extra tefillahs of slichos. And they're, they're saying that it's for men, women, and children, everyone included.
We should be zoicha that our learning, our Torah, our tefillah, that this should protect all of Klal Yisrael and this should bring about all the Yeshua's that all of us need. Question in the chat, does it follow from what we just said that jealousy is worse than Tivus Royce? Possibly. I don't want to, I'm not, I'm, I don't know that that's positive, but it's, it's way up there. And again, it's the cause. It's a major cause because jealousy is tied into Gaiva. Jealousy is, I deserve more. I want what that person has because I, I think I deserve it. That kind of thing. This Question? Paragraph, this paragraph that we just read uh, sounds like a serious uh, um Serious, serious comments against the the previous generation, you know that they were saying. Uh, it's not something we we commonly see. There's also an idea of lo uh, What's can you give us a better insight of what's uh, what's the goal here? What you're saying is right, and that's why Rab Nosenzal felt that he had to explain it. He had to justify it. They were saying this to be mechazek themselves that sometimes in order for a person to be able to, to be mechazek themselves, when a person is feeling down and distant from Hashem, a person has to be able to say, it's true I'm distant from Hashem, but I'm still better than, than some other people who are more distant from Hashem. Or I'm better than I was last year when I was further away from Hashem. So Rav Nosenzal's point, he pointed out here, that's why he said, that's why they mentioned this. They mentioned this, Just a second. He used the wording to be mechazek themselves. And, and to show that we're not making that mistake, that even when we see that things are going well for us, that Hashem is doing tremendous Yeshua's for us, we, we, we don't make the mistake they did to think because we're so good and we're so great. That's what we realize that, that, that we're, so far, we're still very far from Hashem. And even though we're far from Hashem, Hashem is still providing for us these Yeshua's. Seems seems like um, is this something that we we can also use, or are we on a level where that would end up shoving us into the area of gaiva and and things like that? I would say it depends on the situation. It depends on the person. When a person is very down, you know, Rav Nosanza was speaking throughout this halacha that the sultan really works very hard to get a person down, and especially nowadays when one of the problems, one of the most major problems in the world and in the Jewish nation, and even especially among our youth, is lack of self-esteem. The depression that comes from lack of self-esteem, which is a form of gaiva, which is a form of gaiva, Rav Nosanzal says in other places. So person sometimes has to have ways to be mechazek themselves. Yeah, I just saw a little further back when, when Rav Nosson began, the reason why they mentioned the, these terrible things about the early ones, he said, he said, why, why do that? And he said this was, if a person's doing it to try to pick themselves up out of a depression, or out of a, a tremendous lack of self-esteem and motivation. We see Rahman al-Islam cases today where kids are staying in bed. I hear stories about kids staying in bed till 11, 12 o'clock or, or more. Or I heard yesterday somebody told me a child stayed in bed through the, the whole sukkahs. They spent sukkahs in bed, not motivated. One of the reasons for this lack of motivation is lack of self-esteem. Because they, they know that they're in a, in a bad place. They know that they've done some bad things and they're in a bad place and they don't know how to get out of it. <clears throat> and one of the ways to get a person out of it is by telling a person, it's true, you are in a bad place and you did do bad things, but you should know there are people that did worse things 
and they came out of it. They came out of it, and they were major successes. And Klal Yisrael <clears throat> has done worse things, and, and we came out of it. When we look at our situation where the Torah tells us that as we get closer to the coming of Mashiach, things are going to get darker and darker. And we look at how bad people are today, Rahman al-Islam, <clears throat> in the, the culture, you know, the, the secular culture that has infiltrated the, the religious world, even Rahman al-Islam. And a person would say, it's well, it, it, there's no, it doesn't make any logical sense that Mashiach is going to come, that Hashem is going to help us. Why would Hashem help us when we're doing such terrible things, when the Jews are doing such terrible things? When the Jews are on Yom Kippur, are coming to, to shuls to break up the shul, to break up the davening. Could you get worse than that? And, and we need to know that, that there was worse, and, and there is worse. And, and despite times when we were very, very bad, if we didn't have the arrogance the tzaddikim were able to help us. We were able to do tshuva, we were able to come back. Thank you. Question, how is lack of self-esteem a form of gaiva? Because a person, <clears throat> a person says, I'm nothing, I'm nobody. Okay, oh, so you are nothing and nobodies. So now make a decision whether you want to start becoming somebody. But what happens is, this person who's saying I'm nothing and nobody is also saying, but I but I, I don't deserve this. I deserve much better. I'm, I'm not, I'm not enough. You know, there's a contradiction going on inside the person that on one hand, nothing, you know, nothing's good, never good, never did anything. And Okay, so, so if it's true, then start doing good. Pick yourself up and start doing good things. No, no, they're not. They're staying there. Why are they staying there? Because there's an arrogance that I don't deserve this. I deserve, I should have, I should have had this. My Hashem should have done this for me. My parents should have done this for me, you know, or this one, putting blame on others, that, that kind of thing, unfortunately. Rav Nosanzal again is still speaking about Hanukkah, one of the chapters of Tehillim that we recite, especially on Hanukkah, besides the fact that we recite it every morning in Shachras throughout the year, <clears throat> is Mizmor Shir Hanukkah Sabayis David, which we say in the morning, before going into Psuke de Zimra, Shemedaber Nikol Odom Beprotius. That chapter of Tehillim speaks about every individual person. Speaking about the incredible salvations and the wonderful things that Hashem has done for us with His great kindness. <coughs> And while we're expressing all of this gratitude, we're also asking a lot for the future. That's what that whole chapter of Tehillim is speaking about. As it says, Hashem, I praise you because you have lifted me up. Hashem, I cried out to you. I prayed to you and you cured me. You healed me. Hashem, you took me out of the lowest, lowest pits. Because most definitely, after everything that each and every one of us have been through until today, until this moment, and despite that, Hashem has helped us that I'm zoichet to be putting on talis and tefillin, and I'm standing davening to Hashem, the person has to immediately praise Hashem and bless Hashem and thank Hashem for all of this incredible kindness. 
Veloimar besimcha, and to be able to say with joy and happiness, Hashem Hashem, I praise you because you lifted me up. Hashem Because despite despite all of my falls and despite how far I am from Hashem, despite everything. I'm I'm dressed in talis and tefillinel, bilavushin vekisrin demalka. I'm wearing the royal garments and the crown of the king. Tefillin is called the crown of Hashem. Lehispala lefnei boiri melech malchem lavagadish baruchu to daven before my Creator, the King of all kings. Vezehu zamru l'Hashem chasidav. And this is why in that paragraph we say, sing to Hashem, all the righteous people. Hainu. If, despite all of this, despite all the good things Hashem has done for me, still, because I am so immersed in Gashmias and materialism, I can't express, I don't feel the desire to, to, to sing to Hashem and to praise Hashem and thank Hashem. We're, we're saying in this paragraph of Tehillim, <coughs> you Hasidim, you Tzadikim, you, you sing to Hashem and praise Hashem for the kindness and all the salvations. That out of Hashem's kindness, He brings close to Him people who are so distant, to lift them up from Shoel, from the lowest places. Because the real ability for people who are far from Hashem to be able to come close to Hashem is through the Tzadikim. Alkein Mazgir, therefore we mention in that paragraph, Shehem Yezamrul Hashem, Zamrul Hashem Chasida, you Chasidim, you Tzadikim, you sing to Hashem. Kirakheim Yoidim Niflois HaChesed Hazer, because they are the only ones who really realize and understand Hashem's incredible kindness. She'yef Shalashar B'moyach, which we can't conceive. And that's how that whole chapter in Tehillim proceeds. Because in one second, through Hashem's anger, a person could be wiped off, wiped away. And when Hashem wants, if Hashem wants, He gives life. And then afterwards, later on in the paragraph, it speaks about what we said earlier, that with all of this gratitude and with all of this thanks and with all of this singing, we still realize that we need major, major help. And I thought when things were peaceful, when things were going along nice and well, I thought I would never turn away from Hashem. Things would never change. However, Hashem, I know that with your will, you, you made us very powerful like mountains, but when you turn your face away from us, we're, we're terrified. Hainu kol hanal. This is all what we were saying earlier. Shecholilo litois keilu kvar neskarev b'shleimus, because it would be it's a terrible thing for Jews to make a mistake and think we're already very close to Hashem. We're finished products. We we have koilalim. We're learning full day. We have yeshivas. We have we're giving tzedakah. We're doing everything. Vayeshua b'shleimus. So everything is great. There are people who could think that they're concerned. Maybe better Mashiach shouldn't come. He might disturb all the good learning and davening and stuck all the great things that Klai Yisrael is experiencing. <clears throat> yeah, the, and, and the wealth. 
people are going on, on vacations, on million dollar vacations, on yachts, and, and sukkahs in this hotel, and Pesach in that hotel, and going to, to every exotic place in the world. Because we still need to hope and pray for a major, major Yeshua. Shezehu and that's what those last lines in that chapter of Tilm are all about. Vani Omarti Bishalvi Balemoit as as is clear to anybody who studies those lines. Vialkain, and therefore it continues, Elecho Hashem Ekro Velashem Eshanon. To you, Hashem, I call out, and to you I plead. Mabetza Bedomi Beriditi Ashachas. What benefit is there going to be if I go down into Gehenim? Chas v'shalom. Shema Hashem v'chaneni. Hashem, please listen to me. Please show me your grace. Show me your kindness. V'tekev choyzer l'asimcha v'schaskos. But the paragraph doesn't end on that note. It swings back into joy and words of encouragement. Hofachto mispedi l'mochayli. Hashem, time and time again, you turned our eulogies into celebrations. Pitachto saki v'tazreini simcha. You opened my sackcloth. When a person is in mourning, they're in sackcloth, <coughs> and, and you girded me with joy. Because this is an extremely important point in tefillah, in tefillah, in hispoidus, that we know that tefillah is made up of two parts, at least, minimum two parts, gratitude and praising Hashem and thanking Hashem, and making requests, pleading with Hashem for the things we need. But Rabbi Nassal and Rabbi Nassal stress that the person should always end the tefillah on a happy note, on an upswing. Because as soon as a person realizes how far they are from Hashem and how lacking they are spiritually and financially and in health and all of this, the person has to remind themselves and remember Hashem's great kindness and to use all of this only to bring one close to Hashem not to push put a person away from Hashem because even when a person is feeling rejected and dejected and even when it looks like Hashem is punishing us, or that things are things are not going well. All of that is only to push us to turn our eyes upward to Hashem. Because Hashem wants and craves the tefillahs of the Jewish people. And he wants us to plead with him and to, to daven him all the time for every single thing that we need. And this is why that chapter of Tehillim concludes with those words, so that we will sing to Hashem of Hashem's, the honorable Hashem, and we won't be silent. Because Hashem is sending Yeshua, salvations, all the time, every single day, in order for us to be able to sing to Hashem anew every single day. Hashem, I will always keep praising you. So there's new gifts that Hashem is giving us every single day. In order that we should think deeply and recognize Hashem's kindness all the time, every single day, anew. As the Pesach says, new every single morning. If a person realizes this, 
then they will always be praising Hashem. Because the person realizes that everything is really for our good. Because it's impossible for Hashem to bestow all the kindness on us in one shot. It's only by us yearning for Hashem's help and salvation and davening to Hashem all the time until Hashem sends down a flow of kindness. And every single day, every single time we daven, it's got to be a combination of praising Hashem for the past and asking for the future. And this is all, what, what this, these words are about, that we will sing to Hashem honor and we will not be silent. Because this is one of the greatest, most important ways that we honor Hashem. When a person davens to Hashem and turns to Hashem for every single thing that they need. And as it says in Tehillim, chapter 50, You will call out to me during your time of, of stress and difficulty. I will rescue you. I will save you. And you will respect me. This, These few lines here are extremely important. These words. That this is person wants to know here again, we mentioned that last line in Pirkei Avos, that the whole world was created for Hashem's Kavai. So how do I show Hashem Kavai? It's right here. It's right here. One of the most important, best ways that a person shows Hashem Kavai is when a person turns to Hashem and davens to Hashem all the, constantly, all the time regarding Everything that they're lacking in Ruchnius and Gashmius, everything, anything. And again, based on this Pasuk and Tehillim, that this is how you are being mechabed, me Hashem says, by calling out to me during your time of need. Any questions? And that's why the last line in that paragraph in Tilim is, Hashem, I will always, always, forever, I will be praising you. Rabbi Nosazal says, Of course, definitely, forever, always. Because Rabbi Nosazal teaches us in chapter 2, in the second half of Likud Imran, that this is the ultimate pleasure in Olam Haba, to be praising Hashem and blessing Hashem forever. Because then, that's when we're really going to understand the incredible kindnesses that Hashem did for us every day, to allow us to, to exist, and to be rescued and saved from such incredible falls that we've experienced. As, as those who fell in the earlier generations, as they said over there, as we quoted earlier, in the base of Mikdash, they did these terrible things. All of it came as a result of them first falling into all kinds of taivas and midos roes and compounding it with gaiva. And Ramosazal says, and especially now during our times, in our generations, where there are, there are people that have fallen 
And we can't even express the kind of low places they've fallen into. Could you imagine Rav Nosenzal says saying this 150 years ago? And it's regarding this that each and every one of us has to praise Hashem and thank Hashem every day. And the more a person feels distant, far from Hashem, the more that person has to praise Hashem. That despite that, Hashem is still keeping me alive. Could you imagine with all the bad things I've done? says it's impossible for me to express everything that I need to say here in writing. But a person who wants the truth, a person who's really seeking the truth, will understand, will understand based on what we've said so far. And you'll you'll attach to this everything we've spoken about on this topic in other places. And to use all of these insights just to bring you closer to Hashem, not not Hashem to push you away from Hashem. Question in the chat. Closing tefillah on a joyful note, is this related also to the Breslov custom of dancing a ricket after the tefillah? The answer is possibly. I, I remember my Rebbe, Reb Michal Dorfner, saying that that dance after Shachras is a victory march. It's a, it's a victory march. Um, um, we, we're expressing that I just won an incredible victory. I woke up this morning. I went to shul. I, I did all the mitzvahs before going to shul. I washed nevel vasar. I said brachas. I went to shul. I davened with a minion. And 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 now, and I put on talis and tefillin. I wore the clothing, the, the royal clothing, the royal garments, the royal crown. And, and I'm expressing my joy and happiness at this great success, this victory. Paragraph Yudalit, just we'll finish this, this whole thought. And this is why everything we just explained here is included in chapter 30 in Tehillim, this chapter, which is also about Hanukkah. And again, in Eretz Yisrael, the custom, those that have in Nusach Sfarad, the custom is that in Mairev, after we, <coughs> after we, after we say Shmon Esrei, we recite a chapter of Tehillim before Aleinu. And the chapter of Tehillim throughout the year, generally it's Shilam Ales Esrei But on special occasions, we recite a, diff- a different chapter. So on Hanukkah, we recite this chapter, Nizmur Shir Hanukkah Sabayis, then also. Ki Iker HaYeshua V'Hatikva Hu Binyan Beis because our the our, the main salvation and the main hope of the Jewish people is the base the, the building of the base Amikdosh. Shehu Hamokoim That's the place that Avram Avinu and Yitzchok Avinu and Yaakovinu saw from in the distance. Sheshom Kol That's where all of our hope really is for the ultimate salvation. And throughout our serving Hashem, every day, while we're in exile still, we have to try to draw upon ourselves some of that renewal of the Beis HaMikdosh. Because the Gemara says in Brachas, anyone who has Das, it's as if the Beis HaMikdosh is built in their time. Therefore, each and every one of us, based on the little bit of das and seichel that Hashem shines into us through His incredible kindness every day, new every day, 
כמויקן נמשחולו בחינס קדושס חנוכס הבייס. To that degree, that person is drawing upon themselves the holiness of the renewal of the Beis HaMikdosh. And that's why we recite this chapter of Tehillim every day, this Mizmer Shilchanuk Zabayis, that we're drawing upon ourselves by studying Torah, by davening, by doing mitzvahs, we're, we're increasing our das, and thereby we're drawing upon ourselves a, a, some of the light of the Chanukah Sabayis. Umaskiram by Kolana, we mentioned everything we said earlier. Shehu Bechinas Sholoim Larochoik Velakoroiv, Shekolze Bechinas Chanukah, that Hashem extends this greeting to one who is distant, who realizes they're distant, and yet they also realize that they're close. Shekolze Bechinas Chanukah. And all of this is, is included in the holiday of Hanukkah. Any questions? Again, we remind ourselves that there's a, a, a war going on, a war for survival in Eretz Yisrael and throughout the entire world. It's survival spiritually. There's a Holocaust going on of assimilation and of a, a culture that is showed so decrepit and disgusting and that, that that's worse, makes Sodom and Amora look like uh, Yerushalayim Irakodesh. The, the, the low levels that, that the, the secular culture has gone to today. And then the war of, of, of enemies that are being described as worse than ISIS. They thought, the world thought that ISIS was the cruel, couldn't get more cruel than that. They're seeing there's more cruel. Hamas, Yemach Shimon V'Zichron. And, and in our tefillah and our Torah, we're mispalo for everyone, especially the hundreds of thousands of Jews that have been called up to fight, to actually fight physically against these enemies. Hashem should protect them and cure the sick and protect the living. And those that have died, their neshamas, we believe that their neshamas have gone to the highest, highest places in Gan Eden. person who's murdered because they're Jewish or because they're living in Eretz Yisrael is definitely dying al Kiddush Hashem. Is it to see the final goal of Shlema, the Mehra Bemeno, Amen Vyomeno?